Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello, everybody. Episode 137 of The Sportive. Uh, I'm Brandon. John is here. Hi, John. How you doing, Brandon? Good. Clarence is here. Hi, Clarence. What's up, fuckers? So I wanted to tell you a little bit to give you a preview of what we're trying to do here. This is, uh, just to cut to the chase, this is the worst idea I think we've ever had. Worst episode we'll have ever had. We've had some doozies. Including the Christmas episode in Aaron Cleveland's murder basement. Worst one ever. That was I'm a bad not, one. This this is going to be a lot. Thing, though, people wa- oh, go ahead, Brandon. We'll we'll get there. Never yeah, mind. we'll get there. Okay, so the 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 concept of the show is that we are recording uh, in the middle of the Arizona. Um, Vikings football game. It's in the fourth quarter, eight minutes left. So we don't really want to be recording right now. We mostly want to be watching the game, but we decided it'd be really mm-hmm. hilarious if we did this while all being completely distracted. And regular hey, listeners will. <laughs> oh, oh, Stu's, oh here. Stu's here as well. Hi, Stu. We didn't say hi to Stu because he's having technical problems because that's what we do here. Yeah. But yeah. now we can hear him. I think he's here now. I'm right here. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I'm I'm explaining the concept. So we um so regular listeners will know that when there's a any game being played, not an important one like this game with the Vikings, oh, when the oh, regular fucking <laughs> June he just killed somebody at the end of that run. Twins game is is happening. You guys aren't paying attention to me at all. So this is a million times worse, and I can't believe we're actually doing it. So adding on to that, past the AP Norv breaking out the blowing up the old playbook from here's, here's the best part of this Nora was back in college. That was me being Nora blowing off, blowing the fucking uh, dust off the old playbook. Screen best. The best part of this whole idea right here is somebody tweeted at us and said, all right, tell us where the game is at. Like the that clock. was Fasolamat. So I can, yeah, our, our good friend Fasolamat. He said, oh, I, I want to synchronize my clock. Well, here's the thing. I am five seconds ahead of Clarence and I think <laughs> Stu and a good 20 seconds ahead of Brandon. So we are not seven, even synchronized. We're, I'm on 7.18, 7.15, 14, 
Yeah, I'm seven seconds oh, in. Face mask. Call a penalty. I'm at seven thirty. So this is exactly why we shouldn't be recording right now. You're hearing it. Uh, <laughs> you're hearing it live. Uh, this the would be not horse, happy right now. The ref is fucking a horse at the thirty yard line. That that oh can't God, be legal. I think we're probably kids watching this game. I think we're also probably breaking some laws here. We have, how do you not call yeah. face mask? You're standing right cock sucking there. We've, how the fuck do you not call? They didn't call him face mask. The ref is standing three feet from Teddy's fucking hips. I you know? don't. We have, oh my I reg- god! I regret so many things. We have right not now. gotten express written consent for any of this from the NFL. So oh, that's how a good do you not call, call a face mask on that? You're, that is your oh, one Mike job. Wallace You're in the backfield. Mike Wallace got to the twenty yard line, guys. So I feel Ooh, like Stu and I. Please, Stu and I, actually, I'm not five seconds ahead of Stu. Stu and I are right about. This please game. stop telling me what happens yeah. in the football game. We're recording. People are listening. God, they already Mike know what happened. Hits that ref with a fucking bat. <laughs> I think Clarence is drunk. <laughs> God, he got in the vlog and this sucks, I think. Grab the goddamn Gatorade jug and throw it right off the ref's fucking head. You know, what's interesting like is before we pressed oh. record, we Clarence called in from his car like 20 minutes ago, and he was dead sober. And at this yeah. point, he's what, like... What do you? Five I mean, we've known him pretty well. I think we know how many beers deep. He's like eight beers deep right now, right? How about you mind your own goddamn business? How about yeah. that? Eight you beers. You're better than me? Eight beers in 12 minutes. <laughs> so, this is... Listeners, welcome. Blog this and is my time. Oh. I'm not on the clock anymore. How many beers I drink now, none of anybody's goddamn business. There's another face you mask. He's cheating motherfuckers. <laughs> so, just oh. for a refresher here, we have six, seven minutes left in this football game. That's We should we could talk about that at... That it so far has been surprisingly close, which is nice to see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, predicted, good. we predicted various versions of the Vikings getting absolutely slaughtered in this game. Which is um, usually a good sign. If, oh, and that wasn't just oh us. My it was, oh, my goodness. Jesus, stop oh. it. We're having a conversation. Is that Zach Lyon? Sorry. You Country fucking, music superstar. There's a flag on the floor. <laughs> Goddamn right. Flag on the flag. like my chicken fried. Zach Lyon running 30 yards. I just want to say for the record, Brandon, I've been very good about keeping my mouth shut. Thank you, John. I have not. Oh, God, this is a nightmare. Um, we should not talk about last week's game, right? You guys no, have any no. interest in talking about... What uh, now? <laughs> Never heard of it. Clarence has got a short memory. Never heard of it. The only Tom th- DeLuise is coaching the Cardinals. The only thing that made me happy about last week, and I don't know if you guys have experienced this very often, I um, I watched part of the first half, and it was obviously really brutal, so I decided to go to the gym sometime in the second half, and mm-hmm. my gym is like a mile away from my house, so I don't get to listen. I tuned into KFAN just to see what was Did happening. You drive there? I, Did it, you drive to the gym one mile away and then run a mile on the treadmill? Uh, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I did. No, I, I'm asking. I'm asking questions. It's not a walkable one mile. It's one something miles. Why not? Anything's not walkable. Well, put your mind to it. Seeing Park doesn't have It's gonna have Unless to. Unless it's like the Berlin Wall in between somebody shooting at you. What's what's in between? The hundred's pretty busy. It's. I would rather go lift weights at the gym than walk, uh, like along a highway to the gym. It's just my preference. So anyway, I'm driving to the gym a mile. A mile plus. Does that help? A mile plus? A mile and a half. It's, it's drivable. 
and I got to listen to PA broadcasting a blowout. Have you guys been able to do you listen when it's a blowout like that? It is just the most. I don't listen much. I don't listen. I much just don't. Anyway. I just don't. I just don't get a chance. I don't. I never do. And actually, my point of view is you should only listen when they're losing because it is just the greatest ever. I've never heard. It is the definition of butt hurt. He was just the <laughs> saddest. Even when Paul good Allen. things would happen, he would just be like, "All right, personally. it's third down. I, I, I'm taking my shirt off. It's third down." <laughs> Even when good things would happen, he'd be like, "Ah, first down, Stephon Diggs." Oh my God, that's a touchdown! Fourteen yard gain. A Mike Wallace touchdown. So wow! So fucking team America, fuck yeah! Should we should we press stop? <laughs> no. no. They know what they're getting into. This is, it's, it's just getting good right now. Now it's a tie. It's a tie. Well, I guess if Blair Walsh makes this extra point, is it's a tie game with four minutes left. It's another good example that um, oh. trying to predict football games uh, is is for fools. fools. This was. I think everybody on the planet was like, that was going to be an absolute blowout. They don't have a chance in hell. It's a, you know, whatever. It started out as a seven point line, and I think it ended up at like 10.5 or 11, which you never see a four, four point swing. So um, you should have known at that point when everybody's saying one thing, it's going to be the opposite. So um, good on the Vikings for, uh, for hanging in. They've had a couple bad fumbles too, which is a little bit different than they've, than the storyline's been. Um, in previous weeks, we usually end up recovering most of our fumbles, and there's been a few bad ones this week. So uh, that's great to see. Uh, we give, I don't mean we because I, I think I'm his biggest supporter, but a few of us on this podcast have given Blair Walsh some shit. Um, I have. He made don't a, see his charge. <laughs> he made a. Deserve it. Deserve it. Is he wearing his jacket backwards? He might be. It's, he, he saw that crisscross video the other night, and he's, he's a little, you know. Daddy Mac will make Zimmer. Jump, 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 jump. The new you there's know. that stripe in the back of the shirts now. That's that's a thing. That's a thing. Is that what they happening. do now? Yeah. Well, you're the guy that would know. Yep. Is that the deal? That's the new thing. Yeah. Yep. No shit. Yeah, I mean, in the back. Zimmer's wearing it. They probably just hand him and say, "You got to wear this new thing." He doesn't give a shit. God. Otherwise, he'd no. be wearing his like cable net sweater sweater from 1974. <laughs> <laughs> He's 85 years well, old. He doesn't. It. Some New Balance sneakers. Got like if a, they actually pull off this upset, how big do you think his chaw is going to be that he puts oh. in? <laughs> it's going to be the biggest victory chaw that ever existed. Giant. It's like Oscar Gamble in Squirrel's nest. <laughs> just a giant squirrel's nest of chaw. It is lip. Just you know what, tennis like ball sized. Tree. You know what the shame of this game is? I think we all agree that Teddy's playing really well and he's overcome a lot of adversity and the Vikings are playing better than we thought they would. But he's thrown one fewer touchdown pass than Carson Palmer, which is the only way that you can compare quarterbacks. So, unfortunately. Oh, 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 oh. you went there already. <laughs> Early. Uh, wow. You, you saw that one play where they like actually picked up the blitz and Teddy had time and he threw a 35-yard strike downfield to the guy worked. in stride. You, you saw so, that, right? Like the Mike. one we're going to compare yeah, him to it's... is Palmer, who's like got is the best quarterback in the NFL this season, has the best yep. stats. I looked at his QBR this year. He's got just this season. Mm-hmm. He's got the best Q, like the sixth best QBR in the history of the stat. Like I looked it up for of all time, all total quarterback ratings. Carson Palmer this year, sixth best. All time. It's good. So let's compare Ted good. to that. Yep. <laughs> and here's the he's thing. Not quite there yet. 
Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what? Let you know. Yeah, he's not as good as T- Carson Palmer has been this yeah, year. I'm he's in not no the MVP way. front runner. I'm in no way saying that Teddy Bridgewater is better than Carson Palmer because he's not. And I'm not who is exactly. And I'm not saying that Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have holes in his game because he does. But number one, comparing Carson Palmer and Teddy Bridgewater and using that as a strike against Teddy Teddy Bridgewater is crazy and number two using touchdown, using touchdown passes as the way to determine that is looter i mean it's like rbis in baseball no it's uh, not Trevor well, Plouffe had 88 rbis so I mean, I, yeah it's I not rbis john touchdowns is really important that's like no, one of the most important. Okay, in I'm the first quarter but... of this game, Carson Palmer threw a 15 yard. Well, runs are really important. Ran it in from 45 yards away. Are we going to be like, yeah, that's a uh, Carson Palmer did that? Carson well, Palmer you just pointed out Palmer. one touchdown. He's got 30 and of them. I, <laughs> I'm so angry right now. I can't even speak. <laughs> I'm just saying touchdowns are a pretty good indication of I'm, <laughs> if you're a good quarterback. Or RBIs. All right, fine. They're not. Run. It's exactly the same thing. How is it different? Well, I think if I think that are are you talking about RBIs now or touchdown RBIs, RBIs. To touchdowns to touchdowns? How, how is this different? You're giving a guy credit for a bunch of stuff his teammates did. I think that you have a lot more control over throwing a touchdown pass than a guy has uh, over getting an RBI. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. What stat do you think is best? I, I guess I've always thought about yards per attempt and, like, uh, I would probably say more like touchdown-interception ratio. Those would be, if I was only able to pick a few, those would probably be the ones that I think correlate the most with how actually good you are at football, in my estimation. But, you know, because, like, completion percentage doesn't mean a whole lot. Um, well, completion percentage means something. It means a little bit. I, I don't yards know. Yards per attempt seems to mean something. Yards per attempt to me is the most important. Interception rate, like the interception number of interceptions you throw per number of passes you throw, that seems meaningful to me. Pretty good, yeah. But Alex Smith is like leading the league in that most years, isn't he? Which, isn't that a good thing? Uh, I mean, there is, no, as far as I know, maybe QB rating is really awesome and I just don't know it because I, I honestly don't have no think idea. So. But... Well, it's Thank better, it's better than just one individual stat. It's not perfect. Nothing's perfect, but yeah. but it's a it strikes amalgamation me of multiple stats. It's good. It's not horrible. I mean, touchdowns is a stat that's affected by what we saw in the first quarter of a oh. guy throwing a ten yard crossing. A ten He's yard offside. Crossing offside crossing is, <laughs> Son of a, a ten yard crossing round. <laughs> God, run into the end zone from a million yards away and you can also throw a touchdown like you do a play action fake on the goal line and flip it to a tight end who's standing wide open that doesn't seem like you're adding an, an enormous amount of value to that play and sure. so you touchdowns I mean does anyone talk about how many touchdowns a running back has scored except in the context of fantasy football uh no I don't think those are equal either similar thing I don't. I mean, I think for a quarterback, uh, it's more important than a than a running back because running well, back. I I grant you, but it's a very similar thing. I would think. Well, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. Brandon's I'm, sort of sounding like a Teddy Truther right now. Oh. What is a Teddy Truther? No, I, oh. I actually want to hear Brandon's thoughts on this. I just think. I'm if, sorry, Stu. I read I read this on the way home. 
I yeah. I didn't have a chance to re- reply. I saw no, okay. I, I did see your tweet. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I'm that's, sorry. That's no, for I, you, a, a Teddy Truth. You want to explain what a Teddy Truther is to Brandon? Oh Jesus! A Teddy, a teddy Truther is basically any. Um, you Patrick Donnelly's basically. <laughs> oh shit! What is that now? They basically, just they won't give, and this really isn't bad. He's just a little more skeptical of Teddy than Clarence or Your John are. Your Sharkman, your Stankonian. So anybody who criticizes our bad. quarterback. Everything good that happens with him is lucky. Everything bad that happens to the Vikings overall. The team playing is twenty minutes late. It's on Teddy. That type twenty-one for thirty with for three hundred on the road against one yeah. of the best defenses and a, in the league. a really good ah, defense. Lucky. So that's a Teddy Truther. That's you. Yes. It's you, Teddy Truther. I'm a Teddy Truther. Look in the mirror. Oh my Bitches. God. Look away. I'm hideous. Uh, no, I don't. You know, honestly, I, 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 I'm watching this game in my living room with my dog and my daughter and my wife, by the way. So, oh, I'm Ooh, sorry. Is, is it on the speaker? Sick. I have oh, a dog, have, daughter, and wife, Brag. Sick. My family on. still enjoys my company, Brag. Do you have headphones oh, on? Or say it enjoy, I wouldn't say they're enjoying it, Brandon. <laughs> they're, they're tolerating forced, it right now. Forced to be around you. Yeah. Can they hear me talking, is what I'm asking. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I don't know. I yeah. feel like well, Teddy is—he's gotten into this uh, this zone of politics. Okay, I want—I just want you to watch this next play because I don't know what that was, John. I was not. We're gonna give Brandon a chance to catch up here because I think we oh. comment on this live as it happened. The fucking ref got nailed. That's the best yeah, part of the like, game. That was literally the worst. How that happened is total Vikings right there. That was a great defensive play, and they got a nine-yard gain from their offensive lineman yeah, catching their a offensive pass. tackle. Just part of the first down from that. And Brian, there's two minutes left in the game. Okay, and so what I'm oh, saying is, yeah, it's not. Brian, right. <laughs> no it's not fucking way. What the hell was that? And they're what going I'm going to lose to say, the game because of that play. That's why they're going God, to lose. Damn it! That play of all the things that happened in this. Well, I guess the two the two turnovers in the in scoring range are the reason they lost. Oh. I think we can we can say that right. If I they lose, we'll it'll be because of the two the Jarius Wright fumble and the Adrian Peterson fumble. Both. They're already in field goal range now. Yep. They're yeah, just it's, killing it's, the clock. Yeah, they need a turnover. Uh, Arizona just you know boneheaded play. This is that's a bummer because they played well enough to win, with the exception of the two turnovers, which means they really didn't play well enough to win. But they didn't lose the way we thought they were going to lose, which is by getting steamrolled. Not over yet. I should say there's still two minutes left here, Stu. I know, I know, Clarence, but I just I'm I'm prepping myself for this. It's going to be a little disappointing that they played fairly well on the road against a really good team. Stu, do you do this every week where it looks like they're going to lose and you just start hedging to emotionally? Much it's called it's it's called bargaining. You know, you know, you know know the stages. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Googler here, Ross. We're here today with the Sport of Podcast. So. I was gonna try to do a Ross impression. I, I realized I don't even know where to start. I haven't seen that show in a long time. I just, I just did like a face. I just did like the Ross like oh, face. Ross. Yeah, I did. That was my Ross impression. Just me silently doing I was the face. Doing, I was, I was referencing the Kubler Ross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. But then I was gonna go yeah, one step forward were... and do the actual oh, Ross okay. Geller. God damn it, you were yesing and I wasn't picking up on Jesus, it. Jesus, dude, you don't ever stop my and explain the joke. My improv group hasn't met in a month. 
Brandon. So, You're out of it. You are out of totally out of it. Um, totally out of it. I I apologize if I'm a Teddy truther. I didn't want to be. I think he's. I think he's good and has promise, and I'm totally yeah. okay. You're not. You already aren't because you just said he was good. You admitted he was good. So the Teddy Truthers already want to put Sean Hill in the game. I just feel like both sides. This is becoming like a politics debate of like you're just both sides are just clinging to their facts and not thinking of the other facts of like if you say hey he could improve, you guys are like fuck you, and then if you're like. Ooh. Because <laughs> he, Sorry. you know, he could, you know, he's going to get better. He's still young, so he should get better. But, you know, it's, uh, I just, it, he's, he's become that polarizing. What in the world happened? Did we, uh, uh, uh Clarence we dropped Clarence in. I'm here. I'm, I'm back. Oh, I'm you're back. back. You're back. Baby. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's, a, it's getting, he's getting very, uh, very much a polarized. He's in the, I don't know. There's probably a bunch of other Cam Newton, Kobe Bryant, Teddy? something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Still yeah. talking. No, you to have to pick a side now. Too Brandon. much time. Just get started. God damn it! Oh shit! You're so far ahead. I don't want to hear. Yeah. Brandon, you have to pick. A Imagine side me, right Clarence. Now. I'm on the third quarter here from my uh, dialing <laughs> into. <laughs> you need to pick a side right now. Are you a bitch? Or are you on Team Teddy? <laughs> That's my only two. I love the false choice. The, the angry false choice is the best. You don't. You don't get to be in the middle anymore. Clarence's uh, Clarence's false choices are one of my one. favorite things. Pick a in the side. World. Oh, I, oh, there's a list. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a there's a list. Um, no, dude, I'm not picking a side. I think uh, no. Oh, well, then you're a bitch. Then there's I know no, you, you guys are what? Claire, uh, Stu, can you give a name for the? What is the opposite of Teddy Truther? Is uh, there Teddy a truther? Oh, let's see. Like a Teddy Bobo, I suppose. A Teddy Bobo. I, on yeah. the last podcast, praised him for 20 minutes and then in the last five seconds said, I wish I saw a little more development this Bitch. year. And you fucking screamed. <laughs> Bitch. I, actually, I think Teddy Bridge Fluffer might be the best way to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Hey, I, Piper, how's it going? Oh, Brandon, yeah. yeah. Brandon, it's not, it's, it's not that I'm uncritical of him he obviously is not throwing the ball down the field very well but comparing him and Carson Palmer for one and comparing him based on (laughs) touchdown passes just seems ludicrous to me well I mean I'm totally I'm I'm totally in your camp about comparing him to Carson Palmer I actually wasn't really paying attention when you guys were talking today I just saw the interception rate and chimed in I was like oh fuck it I have no idea what's going on in this conversation so I asked to leave so I appreciate you not keeping me uh in that thread which is good but um but no, I, I do think touchdowns. I don't. I don't. I think it's fair to say that he, if he's a, if he's the quarterback we think he is, he ideally, you know, I would think he would probably, I would assume, say it himself of like, yeah, I got to get in the end zone a little more often. So I don't fucking know. I mean, get in your end zone it seems, more often. It seems like get in your end zone. It's a good point, we, Clarence. That's we talk about <laughs> we talk about baseball stats all the time, and we seldom talk about counting stats, but we talk about rate stats. I I feel like a rate stat would be more more useful like how many plays i don't know there's gotta there's gotta be something out there just go to football outsiders and i'm sure you'll find something way better and i'm sure here's the thing i'm sure His that stats, find no matter which way many, cut it or many stats that prove carson palmer is better than teddy bridge <laughs> all the stats that you find i want to be clear that in no way am i saying that the real stats show that teddy bridgewater is better than carson palmer because that's not what i'm saying and just 
I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Why am I doing this? It's because the Vikings are about to lose, and I'm sad. What if they don't? Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to hold them here probably on third and 16. What if they block so, the field and goal? And it'll be a field goal of some length. And, and they, they will run it back and win, like the well, Ravens. They're passing. they're passing. Oh, my God. Did Ted, don't, did he just, can't. He didn't I'm it. too far behind. So... Passing touch. Gerald dropped a ball. Stu, you got you Stu, got to not stop it. The game here. Five thousand. We've been trying to tell you this whole time, but now it's getting serious. But you see, I'm not going to listen to you. There's a there's oh. that's, that's the important thing that you need to <laughs> understand. That I don't, I don't care. That's a very that's a good that, point. That he does have a point. The, yeah, John. What are you going to say to that? How do you top that, John? Uh, John, there's like a, a touchdown percentage on Pro Football Reference, but hey, and, I'm, speed. and I'm sure so that it great. says. I'm sure that nice it says that Carson Palmer is way better than Teddy Bridgewater, but it does. Yeah. He's the best in the league. I'm sure That's what I'm he trying is. To say. His quarterback rating is the sixth best of all time in the history of the stat. He's good. He's real good. Yeah, so, exactly. Neil Lomax just split the uprights. Neil Lomax. Neil Lomax was a quarterback. Neil Lomax got called out earlier in this broadcast. They were showing the number of touchdown passes for a Cardinals QB or something, and Carson Palmer just passed Neil Lomax. The guy looked like Neil Lomax. Not that Lomax was a quarter, was a kicker. They looked like. Didn't the Vikings lose to Denver twenty-three to twenty, and they had the ball with like a minute and a half left, and the Denver defense just killed poor Teddy. Is that right? That could be, but then bitches blamed it on Teddy. Yeah, well, like as they Brandon. did. Why, why can't Teddy block like Brandon Miller and find an unopened receiver? <laughs> I like I like Clarence's tweet this week of saying Monday through Wednesday, everyone talks about how nobody's open and Teddy just doesn't have time to throw to anybody. <laughs> Thursday through Saturday, everybody forgets everything. Sunday. Throw the ball, Teddy! <laughs> Son of a bitch. You gotta get rid of it quicker. Then pro football focus will break it down and go, yeah, no, it's a miracle that he's even still not on like a some sort of breathing <laughs> ventilator. Yeah. <laughs> and then by Wednesday, oh, that's what we're all forgetting. By Sunday, throw it. Cordero, you're not, oh, run it back, you pussy. Nah, I that wasn't be, really a run backable. I could not be more excited. Run it back. Scared Lift your arms for this drive. This is going to. When he runs four dr- straight draw plays, <laughs> we're driving to Phoenix. <laughs> you guys. Um, like Zimmer wouldn't kill Norv right there on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Drive him out to the desert. He'd strangle him with that headset. Shallow grave. <laughs> we're going to Chandler. <laughs> Not Gilbert. Gilbert. Not a real place. Cops and Gilbert don't like even Not even a nice grave. Yeah, not even a nice place. Do you guys think that Z- I'm not, this is not meant to, so oh, no. if this is going to become a oh, thing, no. I just don't oh, fucking. Boy. I well, honestly. You're, you're trying to be nuanced here, aren't you? I'm trying to, don't I'm be trying nuanced. to be nuanced. I'm nuanced about this podcast right you, now. You know, you know, we're, you know, we're nuanced Poochie. Right mm-hmm. You know, nuanced Poochie. Um, do you think that Zimmer is ever going to be actively involved in the offense? Oh, no. No. Oh, Just no? Why Why are we talking about this? 
I heard Norm Turner because he said, I don't know shit about offense. 50 episodes care of it. ago, 50 That's episodes ago, our podcast almost ended because of this very topic. <laughs> and it's what he did. It's, everybody agrees on this, except for bitch, the old bitch. Everybody agrees. He hired Norv, said, I don't know shit about offense, Norv, you take care of it. Yep. That was yep. the end of the day. But I don't know if that meant, I just didn't know if you meant, if that's just going to, like, he's never going to care about the offense. Never, ever. Probably never, ever. And you're okay with that because hopefully he turns. He's no, so good. I'm not okay with Norv being in charge of the offense. Okay, I'm okay with Zimmer keeping his hands off of it. Yeah, whatever. Okay, all right, that's fair. I mean, I don't know if it's that's fair. If he's not good at it. Don't you don't want his hand? Oh fuck! That's just that odd. No, I don't know. I'm not going to go there. I, I, it's totally fine. I was just curious. I know. I, I think we agree that he's not. Doesn't seem to be actively involved this year. I just I wasn't sure if maybe he's someday going to be. Because I think a lot of it's, like defensive coordinators that turn head coaches after a couple years, then they end up being sometimes more, sometimes less. I just wasn't sure if he was on a progression to like, hey man, I need to get involved because Norv sucks or because of whatever, or if he was just like, no, nah, it's would, not for me. That I would be. In favor of, I'd be in favor of Zimmer <laughs> running the offense, having never done it before. Better <laughs> over North. <laughs> I would be in let's, favor of Lime Grover because he's not doing anything else right now. Running the Vikings off, he's just chilling. He's got time. Why? Well, what, what's he doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you another question uh, again. Right. Um, just, I'm really into nuance. Blitz. You know. AP picked up the blitz. That's McKinnon. Oh, was it really? I can't. It was McKinnon. Well, never mind that then. It was. Oh, could no, 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 AP's in no, now. AP so. picked that one up. It was AP. You're right. You're right, Clarence. Now, this was one play after McKinnon failed to pick up a blitz from the same spot. So. AP picked up oh, a goddamn awesome. blitz. Take well, that. Take that. Stop. Arizona gets a stop. Oh, sorry, sorry, Brandon. So um, let me that, ask. Uh, the Fargo UFO was a good choice by the scriptwriter and the director. <laughs> so you double down with a spoiler. <laughs> it's not. Uh, okay, you so. You guys like that show, huh? Show's great. Show's been really good this year. It's, it's fantastic. Really hmm. uh, uh, dramatic Love it. and thoughtful. Huh. Really You're tense. You drag me. Kicking and fucking screaming into this fucking television show, aren't you? Oh my god! Oh my god! Shit! Don't, don't! I haven't. Sorry. They're still showing Neil Lomax on the screen. They haven't even snapped yet. Give me a second. Do sorry. No, that's all right. They haven't snapped yet. Snap. Teddy back to pass. Seven step drop. Fuck yeah! Team America. <laughs> The fucking accountant just All right, Brandon. Brandon, your turn. We want to see Brandon you your <laughs> Holy shit. So it looks like this Cardinals guy is going to be able to kick a field goal here. Yeah, he He's one of the 35. The took that hit. He just stood there like a goddamn man. Not like a bitch. Not like the bitches that were talking. He stood there. Jarius. Can I, can I ask my question? Yeah, what's yes, I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Do you guys blame Norv for that reverse, or do you blame AP for yes. somehow still trying to? I'm 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 blaming AP on that one. I mean the call, I whatever. I don't one. But he fucking oh, who doesn't? That was, was a comedy of errors. I, I didn't see it. 
Oh, all right. Well, it was one of the fumbles. It was a reverse call that AP was being tackled and then still tried to hand it off. Ended up sort of just trying to throw it to whoever, and it was a fumble, and he lost it. I started watching this game when we started recording. I still have my fucking shoes on. I'm <laughs> no shirt on, jeans, uh, tennis shoes. Beer cans littered around the house. <laughs> Beer cans <laughs> fucking the everywhere. Garage, I slammed 15 beers, came in the house. Put the beer helmet on. <laughs> Bonged them. Bonged them. Yeah, it's great. Um, right. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what else I had to talk about. I want to talk about no. other things, but it sounds like this is my worst nightmare of we're not going to be able to talk about <laughs> other things. There's 13 seconds left in the fourth quarter on my television. Yep. yep. I, have a, I do have a good question for the next episode that I think would be worth pondering but uh right. oh don't say really that I'm, I'm so distracted right Contemplating. now it doesn't make it oh god oh, discussing no. oh zimmer just did the farmer blow on television i did love he? him so much yeah yep. yeah you're a big big zimmer have you started ah, have you started with the uh have you started with the red man uh now that he uh no nah, i don't chew oh really okay never have I'm not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it now. Sure. Good for you. Who's asking? I enjoy a red man in the summer just about as much as a man can enjoy anything. It's so sweet. Oh, God. It is just... Isn't it sweet? (sighs) Well, I don't know if I'd call it sweet. I mean... Oh, no. In a way. Did that just happen? That just happened. Hoodie... Oh, so as everybody who's listening now knows <laughs> it seemed to be a game losing fumble here what so the- well i gotta i gotta go back who did he blow by i want to find that out Let's see. He, I came want in, answer- he came in from teddy's left so khalil and Clemming well, seem to be That's standing around yeah. i see khalil so, he, he held the ball too long is what the teddy truthers will say so are you kidding me? Some people will say that. Other people will blame Norv for the dropbacks, right? We all just choose what we want to blame, and you can. I honestly, you can see they were that kick because they didn't. Oh, want he to... just. Oh my God. Who is that? I can't see the number. Yeah, that's Khalil on the ground behind him. <laughs> he just threw Khalil like a sack of goddamn potatoes, like a two bags of softener salt. He I'm just a... fucking chucked him. Mm-hmm. I'm officially on team not going to post this. <laughs> no uploading. Holy Christ almighty. Khalil got thrown 10 yards, and they're going to blame that on Teddy, aren't they? They won't, yeah. man. They won't. If you're pitches looking for will. it, they will. That's what pitches do. I'm pitches talk about everything, I'm baby. i right now that says, and I'm quoting here, can't believe Teddy held on to it that long. Are you fu- yeah, but that? did you go and search I'm for it? Online. You're not allowed to do that, John. John, you can't just pick out one tweet. There's a tweet right now that's talking about... Um, oh, there's another one. Yep, held on to it too long twice on the last drive. Cost them dearly. Are you, oh, my God. Are you searching, though, John? You know you can't no, search. No, I'm just looking at my list scroll by here. It's on your timeline? Okay. All right. That's a little more valid. That's fine. <sighs> Khalil ended up face down. That's a bad place to be as an offensive lineman. Porno shoot. Unless you're in a porno shoot, 
you don't want to be face down. Uh, why would you be face down? And what sort of? I mean, I guess it's if you're into it. Into uh, what? It's not necessarily the great spot to be in a porno shoot either. Face down like well, that. What? Could be. It's up to you. Well, submiss- if you're submissive. Sure, it's it, it's totally up to you, but it's not it's not automatically a great spot to be. Well, there's, I'll, I'll let you in on a little industry secret out in San Bernardino. Uh-huh. There's no good spot to be on a porno <laughs> shoot. <laughs> there's no ideal spot. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's everything. True. Is Nobody like, hey, I'm true. in the catbird seat never tell you here. Never tell you <laughs> shoot. Everything is worked out for me. <laughs> this is really looking up. This is good news. <laughs> yep. I've got a I've got Things a text are working from, out well. I've got a text from a multi-time podcast podcast guest that says throw the ball. Oh my god. Oh man. I, Patrick. I'm, not, I'm, I'm after we and recording out there on not getting on Twitter again for 40 days. You know what you guys everyone. should try to do sometime? When stuff like that happens is what I try to do with the strategy of with talking to my wife is I just pretend that she's right even though I know that she's wrong and it sort of helps mentally. So like he says that and then you just pretend you go, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I just probably. got a text too. And you just let it go. And then it's just, you know what? It's amazing. I just told you to shut up on Twitter, Brandon. So you know. Hey, Teddy holds the ball too long. Yeah, yeah, probably. Even Girl? if it's a lie, it, it'll make you happier. I'm just saying that that's that's happening with my wife. You guys know Irv. We love Irv. We love Irv. Irv in many ways is all of our spirit animal. Mine is Harmar Superstar. Stupid. Not a smart quarterback and a dumb coaching staff. Well, well, I don't like him anymore. I'm going back to my spirit animal of Harmar Superstar. (laughs) Irv tells me what it is. I'm t- I'm texting back. Fuck you, Irv. <laughs> I'm guessing he's expecting that. Well, it's a, he's seen it before. Can't be too surprised. Uh, let's now that that's over. I'm so fucking thankful that that's over. This was very stressful for me. Um, yeah, this was. This I didn't was one like of it. Our worst episodes ever. Oh, Can you guys? So could you guys tell that I? Good. Could you tell that I didn't like it? Was I handling myself okay around you? No, you've no. No, I could. It was better? subtle. But I could pick up on it. You know me so well. We have actually been friends for many years. Uh, it no. was more what you didn't say. No, um, as the de facto producer of this, this was uh, this. It was a little painful. Uh, a train wreck. The the <laughs> the, uh, um, the positives. Teddy Bridgewater threw for three hundred thirty-five yards. That's awesome. That's that's a really good. That's a really bitches good are still going to blame him. Garon, goddamn, they already are. Irv. You guess what, Clarence? Uh, Maybe multiple podcast guests that John won't name for some reason. Bitches. I feel they I might feel be like right. I'm You're betraying right. Betraying people's confidence to reveal who's texting me. Don't do it. Don't do it. What? That was a text message meant for your eyes only. This is not a private thing. That's something for your eyes only. Bitches. Fucking bitches. Fuck. They lost by three. There's no. <laughs> Moral victories when you're eight and four, but still. Can we do something else while we're angry? Can we talk about the twins? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you want to, okay, can I throw out my podcast idea that I talked about right before everything went, turned bad? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. Okay. Um, We can go about this two ways. Which of the three big gopher programs is the most disappointing, or which of the three big gopher programs is closest to becoming good again? Talking football, hockey, and men's basketball. I would say, Jesus, which one should we do first? Disappointing or closest to being good again? I think you just have to sort of combine them. Disappointing, I'll do closest. closest. How about that? Okay, I would say gopher basketball is kind of by far the most disappointing. Because they lost the two South Dakota schools in a week, and they got blown There's out. Some recency the bias week. there. There is a lot of recency <laughs> bias there. I know we we said before the season with the Gopher football team that they could be exactly as good as they were the year before and go five and seven or six and six, and that's sort of exactly what happened. They weren't terrible. They weren't good, and they had a season to a season to forget. Sort of the same season that they've had a lot of times, but I don't know if that was the most disappointing. The only reason you were disappointed about gopher football is if you had your hopes way up. Gopher basketball is just, it's sad. They should fold it or something. It's just, I I want them to forfeit the rest of the season. So I don't have to be embarrassed of the team anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. That's fair. That's, that's pretty disappointing. And hockey doesn't matter anymore because Barry Alvarez. So I don't know what to say about that. I also think the term disappointing implies expectations where it's hard to be disappointed and go for football, right? It just always suck. Yeah, you know, I'm always disappointed and go for football, so I can't help you there. But, but it's just like your loser son who just like he's never been much of anything. It's like I'm disappointed in you, but yeah, you just But I still You're a fucking you. pothead, man. Yeah, it's just who you are. Yeah. Okay, so that's your answer. And then Clarence, do you want to chime in with one or both? Points of view? Well, it would be the closest to resurrection. What were the words that you used? Closest to what? Closest to... Stu's vacuuming right now. He's actually out. I can see him in his living room. I'm right here. (laughs) I'm right here. Closest to being good again or something. Something to that effect. Hockey. I mean, it's it's the easiest one to turn around. Yep. There's there's only like... There's 59 teams in D1. Yeah, they've got uh, think, a good yeah. recruiting class. They're young, relatively young. Um, yeah, it would easily be hockey. Easily. I mean, they could like no they could win the championship in two years, and we'd be like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah, yeah people would shrug and go, ah, "Well," and then the next year, oh, they're still playing. Lucia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally right. Um, I think that if, if if the conversation is who's going to be good next between gopher football and gopher basketball, my sure. I think I would this is Jesus, this is really difficult. I think I might say basketball only because you only need a couple really good players to turn it around. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have much con- I don't have much of of an opinion on Patino at all right now. I think it's just one of those college things where you get a few years to to figure it out and I think he's still somewhat in that grace period. I could be wrong about that. I haven't been paying close attention. Maybe he's been around enough where we can start screaming at him, but 
From what I'm hearing from the smart guys, they say this year was, was going to be a lost year no matter what, and next year is when we should start thinking about uh, what he's like as a coach. I, I think that's kind of Amelia's point, and I just trust her for the most part. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not seeing much, but, yeah, they lost to two South Dakota teams. I, I'm not good at trusting the media. You, you have trust so, issues. Yep. I yep. mean, I want to trust her, but I... She's part of the media, so... It's true. She's our friend, but she's an enemy. She's both. Yep. She's our evil friend. Whatever she said. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. I have zero... I think I have like 3% faith that little Richard Patino figures it out and like a 1.5% faith in Tracy Clay's. Is that fair? So they both have big recruiting classes coming in, right? Is that the that's the rumor on the street, John? Well, Tracy Clay's did, and then everybody left. <laughs> yeah. everybody left. Okay. Are you even allowed to speak on the University of Minnesota? Are you under indictment? I mean, is this? <laughs> um, you know, I, mean, I don't want to get you in trouble. I haven't downloaded that report yet. I wonder if my name's in it anywhere. Control F. Yeah, I, I really Nope. And the St. Paul campus. Animal brutality crimes. <laughs> <laughs> we found yes. limited the connection department. with John. The athletic department had a culture of anger and bitterness that ran throughout it. It was centered on one person in particular. He was an angry, curmudgeonly man, despite being one of the younger employees in the department. <laughs> we just don't know what made him so cantankerous. Well, being in IT. Yeah. I'm required by law to be the most. You still might be the yeah the most personable person in in IT in the in the country. I th- I feel like most people are like, well, you're in IT and you're <laughs> vaguely normal. So, well, that's a nice compliment, I guess. Thank you. Since we wasted the turnover eating. wasn't on Khalil. I just want to point that out. By the way, it's not. Uh, or or Sharkman, it's not. Oh, what, why not? Yeah, Even, I was going to say. So, it was somebody, It was Teddy's really? fault. Khalil got chucked mm-hmm. 17 yards. Just, yeah. Maybe he's right. You don't know. Maybe he's right. I don't know why I argue with people on Twitter. It's like mm-hmm. arguing politics with my grandpa. He's not even listening to what I say anyway. No, no. Why would I argue with him? I'm telling you, this has made my marriage so much better when every time she says something, I just pretend that she's right. It works. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. Maybe okay, I'm going to have to think about this one. It's hard. It's I'm not it's used a, to just thinking other people are right. No, you're faking it. You're just pretending. It's acting. Yeah, but I'm a jerk, Brandon. I'm not sure I can do that. <laughs> but here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. If you pretend well enough, you get to have sex later. Ooh. That's so. A good point. This is a little bit well, different because like it's Twitter. John, You're not going to have sex with John Sharkman. Just... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this isn't a one-to-one sort of, yeah, the analogy kind of falls apart there at the end. <laughs> I'm a good dude. I just happen to disagree with him about the water. Yeah, okay, so it falls apart there at the end. But if you pretend, then you just don't get bombarded with arguments that are annoying. You just let people have what they, let them think what I'm they want to think. Should but, I go on to Twitter, Sharkman's deal. I've... No, I already, I already responded to him. I already, I already ended him with my response. So Did you, <laughs> you obliterate know. him? 
Oh, well, he boy. said people love to beat on Khalil, and I said Dwight Freeney, for example. So Ooh. that was standard. Oh, good one. Yeah, it's well, a solid line no matter what. Yep. You want, so Irv, is, Irv just gave up the Vikings for good. <laughs> he's done with them? They played really good against They played good. I, I mean, that was oh, like done. Teddy's best game of the year. Irv's done. You want to know what he's I mean, into now? He just told me what he, he just texted me. Ice fishing? Nope. He's getting season tickets to the Orpheum. <laughs> <laughs> he just texted me. I'm getting season tickets to the Orpheum. Fuck this. I'm going to go see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> I do love that's, their Christmas music. That's perfect. I do, I do too. Fuck this. I'm getting season tickets to the Orpheum. Uh, I got I to ask you something. I, I know we don't want to give up Irv, but is Irv's last name Marthaler? <laughs> it sounds like any number of my Fox relatives. Hunter. He's from Sox Hunter, isn't he? No, wait a minute. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no fans on the Sox Hunter. Son of a bitch. <sighs> okay, so we, uh, about the twins? I was going to say, we wasted anyway? our first 35 yeah. minutes on, on the game. So we're going to, we're going to talk about the twins here. Um, John, do you have a, I guess my question is how should we be mad about what's hap- not happening right now? Or should we just be waiting? I mean, my default, I think our, our default is that they're uh, clueless. Um, it seems to be borne out again this week, but is that premature? Is it wrong to think that? I just, I cannot stop myself every off season with the twins. They make confusing decision after confusing decision. And for some reason, I cannot stop myself from thinking, well, maybe they have a plan. They're just not telling us. <laughs> yeah. This maybe year, they, they finally got it. something we don't. When they've been proven over and over and over again that they have no idea what they're doing. And we've they're talked not- about it before. There's a principle of when they get lucky doing stupid shit, that's the worst possible thing that could happen. So this yeah. past year is a really bad... Hey, Clarence, you you told a story one time of a friend you grew up with that like did a slap shot on a, break, on a breakaway and it went in. Or so, what was the thing where some guy did something really stupid and it worked and he did it for the rest of his life? Yeah, uh, I just said his name. Uh, Can you just give him a fake name or something? That's what I want to be... I want to call it uh, that principle from now on. He, uh, yeah, we'll call him... Stan. Stan. Okay. He took a slap shot at the Invergrove Heights bubble. Doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. It was an old ice rink sure. uh, from the red line, and he took a slap shot when we were Bantams, and he scored. And from that point, he took <laughs> one hundred and seventy thousand slap shots from the red line the rest of his career, and never scored again. And every time he touched the puck, he took it. He just would fucking wind up and take a slap shot no matter where he was at and uh it was the worst thing that ever happened so it's the rosemount stand principle happened last year for the twins and now we're screwed for the next five years is that fair yep that's fair it (sighs) you just look back on a number of guys came through the minors at the same time like tory hunter and jack jones and dougman caves and all those guys and the al central was also terrible at Mm -hmm. the same time and you combine those factors into the Twins being pretty competitive for a number of years straight, which had the unfortunate side effect of convincing everyone involved with the organization that they knew exactly what was going on and they just had to stick with 
their terrible ideas and their pure stupidity to keep it going for long enough for them to get good again. Fucking Rosemount Stan. You know, and it, <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever. These uh, Terry Ryan or some of his sources are just basically writing out the news for some of these guys. They're like, hey, they were in on this guy. They just couldn't quite make it happen. They were in on this guy, too. Just couldn't quite make it happen. They wanted to make a move, but they didn't choose us. I'd like to believe. Do people believe any of that anymore? I mean, I guess they probably do. The fans probably do believe that, hey, they're fucking trying, guys. I like to believe that Terry Ryan's like calling up Lavelle E. Neal and being like, all right, Lavelle, I need you to put it out that we were in on this guy. Yeah. Lavelle's just like, Shaking his head to himself. No, I won't do it this time, nope, Terry. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Lavelle, you ever want to be in the clubhouse again? No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you guys you guys will really like my Twinkie Town article tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. I also love once the guys get good in the pros for five years, and then the tweet comes out of, hey, you know, the Wolves really like Draymond Green come out of the draft. They just, uh, I know. know exactly who you're talking about. That guy drives Un- It is just crazy. the fucking funniest <laughs> thing in the world over makes, and over and over again. Every time I see it, that tweet from that person, I think about I think about the moment that you're gonna read it and go ape shit. I called him out one time and he's like, You don't need to follow me. I was like, dude <laughs> It's just so funny. Why are you tweeting that? It is just so blatantly Homer, you know. Hey, you know the uh twins love trout in that draft. They were hoping Mike Trout would fall to uh second round, it didn't happen. But they liked him. <laughs> just when the Raiders traded for uh traded away Carson Palmer, bikes were right in there. Bikes wanted him. Uh, he just they, uh, wanted to be closer they, to home. Uh, Family so in Arizona. Arizona gave up a seventh. The Vikings just <laughs> didn't want to go that high. They just—I know there isn't a, a round after the seventh, yeah. but Vikings uh, just weren't willing to to give up that seventh round pick. Apparently, Palmer's got some cousins in uh, in Arizona, so he kind of wanted to be closer to the cousins. So he chose those guys over the Vikes, but uh, they tried. They're interested. David Price's agent is just standing there with an offer for a fax offer for two years and eleven million dollars in the with the Twins logo on the top. Give a shot. Is this is this a typo? <laughs> that would make my year if Do one agent tweeted 11? out like the actual offer they got from one of these big time agents. Twins came in with a minor league deal. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> All these relievers that are signing for $8 million a year, and the Twins are offering a $300,000 a year deal and an invite to Major League Camp. Oh, uh, we'll get back to you guys. John. Oh, we were in on him. John, don't forget, $7 million is a lot of money. So, so just so you know, uh, it's just a lot of money. It's a lot of money, young man. <sighs> so, um, because I haven't been paying close attention, you're saying that it is okay to be frustrated with what's hap- what's transpired this week, right? Because there's only a certain amount of good relievers on the market, and a lot of them are gone now. They're I, just my, doing nothing. Yeah, they're okay. just well, doing you, absolutely nothing. You can be frustrated right now. I I hold my entire contempt until they break camp. Maybe maybe he pulls something, and and we just don't see it now. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna. Ge- I'm trying to remain optimistic. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. Just the last the last spring training game and walk-up music and you're in the stands having the time of your life. And <laughs> by God, that's Jason Bartlett's song. Oh, shit. It comes out of the dugout. Just, fuck yeah. yeah I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> Bartlett made the squad again. 
<laughs> what? I don't want to be here. They're dragging him. Oh, they would ask for this. Why? You leave me Why alone. Are you doing this to me? I want to bring my kids to it, school. It's worth remembering that this exact same brain trust that has to rebuild the twins into a contender played Jason Bartlett on is a major league outfielder after he'd been retired for three years out of baseball because they couldn't think of anything else to do. That they happened. retired him. He's like, I don't know why they did this. I don't. It's a mystery. Oh, man. Good times, twins. Good times. Well, hey, hopefully the sun keeps shining on them and they are somehow competitive again and... Maybe they have a plan in place. I just feel like even, you know, uh, Nick Nelson and Parker and some of these other guys, they're not like overly negative people. They're they're actually, no. I think, like optimists. They're crazy optimists they really for, for me. I think, you, I think you're right. Nick and especially is a good person. Nick is optimistic is, person. Yeah. And when he is like, mm, not sure about that, that's when I'm like, fuck <laughs> this. That's Yeah, that's not good. He's he's my no. guy. He's like my barometer of like a uh, litmus test. Yeah, he's the right. litmus. Yeah. pH test. Little dip it, yep. little dip the wick down in there. Dip the nick. Dip the nick. <laughs> nick the dippers. Nick into the solution. I think we're all admitting we're nick dippers at this point. Yep. Certainly, That's what we do. Um, okay, good. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better that I've been, I've been a little bit annoyed. Oh, they're at Manny's Steakhouse on Channel Four, guys. Oh, I love uh, it. Manny's I'm watching Burnwood Builders, best oh, show on yeah. television. Yeah. Best of Minnesota. They got Natalie and I who silver at the at the uh, Manny Steakhouse. What else do you guys want to talk? John, I want to talk about hockey uh, really quickly. Uh, do you want to talk about the best cuts of meat, Clarence? Like the best kind of steak? Well, I think we're both partial to ribeyes. Yeah, I am. I think we both like ribeyes. Yeah. Objectively, the best. Yeah. Would not well, be prefer bone what... in or not? No, you know. Well, uh, that's getting kind of personal, but uh, no, I... Uh, I think you do. I prefer it uh, like two and a quarter inches. Whether the bone's in there or not, you know, that's that's fine. Uh, bone out's easier, I suppose. It's more about thickness and marbling than about bone in or bone out, I guess is what I'm getting at. I, yeah. You got to get, get the good marble in. Mm-hmm. Now, do they have a uh, flavor of like your the slurry that you drink, Brandon? Is there like a ribeye like equivalent? There is no flavoring <laughs> yeah. for ribeye. There's no ribeye protein okay. shake. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Oh shit. My protein shake uh, is always tasting like the milk from a Golden Grahams bowl of cereal. Oh, okay. That's what that okay. tastes like. Okay, but I'll have you know yeah, that I still go out for good meals sometimes, and I and I got a, a gift card recently, and I got to have the silver butter knife steak from from Murray's uh, a couple and, weeks ago. Is that any good? I've never, I've honestly never had the silver butter knife steak. Is that any good at all? Uh, it was good. Yeah, I mean it's a hundred and five dollar steak, <laughs> sure. uh, which oh, is insane. Five dollars. I had no idea till we got there. And uh, it was a gift from a friend, and he's he's a he's a great guy. We refer he's a realtor. We referred somebody to him, and he gave us that. And uh, so hundred and five dollar steak. I mean, I'm not a high roller by any means. So there's there is a zero percent chance I would have ordered that any other time in my whole entire life. I'm not. I mean, there's no way in hell. We just talked about it. I drink a protein shake for lunch. I don't care about that shit. But. Uh, it was good. Yeah, it was really, really well did cooked. You, did you Did you have sex with it? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, 
yeah, once there, and then I brought some leftovers home, and then just a gift card. I mean, I'm yeah. going to have sex with that meal if it's a hundred and five dollar steak. Mm-hmm. Oh, just hump the yep. shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Murray's is not my cup of tea from a like a place to hang out sort of perspective, but um, it was good. Hmm. But honestly, is if you would have Murray's or Manny's better, because I've never been inside of either. Uh, Ambiance wise, or food or what. Or meal wise, no, just for no, everything. No, just you got to pick one or the other. Fork in the road. Well, Clarence, there's nuance to this. See, because no, um, I think that uh, I think I'm. I don't know. I've been to I've been to both uh, twice, so I think I probably would prefer Manny's if I was forced to go back. But I would go to Birch over either one of those two. So. That would be my number one pick if I was going to have to get a steak. Well, no, but no, Birch wasn't a choice here. You got two I already roads chose there, Manny's. I chose no, Manny's. Bob Frost, you got two roads. You take one or the other. Manny's or Murray's? Manny's. Okay. Birch. No, it's a son of a bitch. <laughs> You're lost in the woods. Pizza. <laughs> That's fair. But you still lost. <laughs> I have a couple other sports questions. Um, Go for it. John and Clarence, uh, I have actually um, not asked yet, because uh, this oh, is the well. first season that it, ha- that, it, that it has happened. I'm sorry, I'm on my third beer. Um, what is your opinion of three-on-three overtime? Is it happened enough for you to have an opinion? I don't think I have an opinion yet, no. Okay. I, I uh, like three-on-three overtime more than a shootout. And I like a shootout more than ending in a tie. Okay. That's it. I, th- I think at this point I feel like I did about the shootout when it first started. When they started the shootout, I was like, this is this is awesome. Like the first one, I don't know, it was the second game of the season or something. It was on what was then called Versus and, and now is NBC Sports. And I remember the game being tied at the end of overtime. I was like... <gasps> It's shootout time, and I actually called somebody and was like, "Hey, turn on NBC Sports. It's gonna be it's shootout time." And it was interesting. I mean, at that point, it was like Sweden in the Olympics was the only time you really see a shootout or anything. But now it's just sort of like I really do not want to see a shootout ever again. And I'll probably I, I'll probably feel the same way about three on three overtime. Pretty soon. ideally, they would just play five on five in overtime, sudden death until somebody scored. Yep, and move. That's my ideal. I don't care about their travel schedules or about they play back to backs. Or I don't care. It's not. It's not my problem. That's their problem. What play about the from game. a fan perspective? Wouldn't fans be bummed out about that? Like, I don't really want to stay up and yeah. watch this. So now I went to bed not knowing. And you know what? You got I, travel I problems. Throw four guys into the offensive zone to four check. That game will be over pretty quickly. It's yeah. If you don't like the game enough to not want to watch more of it, then that's, again, not my problem. It should just be the game that's played until somebody scores. So if you're a commissioner, you that's home. exactly what you do. You're allowed, you have one that day as a... That is exactly what I would do. Absolutely. And anybody, yeah, any, anybody that wants to uh, argue it, can, we'll, we'll fight. Because that's, I am the NHL commissioner. Commissioner for a day, you change a rule, and then you go outside and you just fucking fight a bunch of people. Let's fight. Everybody fight. That actually is the exact way I would think you would be a commissioner. <laughs> Make one so, change, fight. Any type of overtime that most resembles 
that I like. Has that ever happened? Ever? Has that was that the rule kind of back in the day? Have you just kept playing until it was over, or was, has there always been ties? Yeah, I don't know. That's I suppose. Fuck, I don't know. I feel like I there know. was ties when I was a kid, when I was paying attention. North Stars, all that yes, sort of stuff. Yes, there, there were. Ties, I, I, right? Before that, before I was a kid, I don't know what happened in overtime in the NHL before I was alive. I don't know. Scoring was up way back in the day, right? So maybe it didn't matter as much? Yeah. Yeah, that could be. You see those old clips of the of uh, guys basically wearing shin guards right. and every shot on goal looked like it scored. Seems like that way because no, the goalies were five foot six and their pads were tiny. Half the time they were smoking a cigarette <laughs> they're instead smoking. of a stick in their hand. Like, oh, Earl, there's John <laughs> Kennedy out there. Having Earl, a- somebody's coming. <laughs> He's trying to stub it out on the ice <laughs> underneath his skate. Yeah. Like at the bottom of his boot. Hold on, hold on. Let me clip this thing off. I want to save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> Sets it on top of the net. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, is this is the longest podcast we've ever done? No, this fuck no. It. It's only a minute. It seems like it, but we've probably been recording for like an hour and five that's, minutes. You guys, why did that lie? I don't understand the concept of time. Maybe you've had a beer, but it's been three hours at least. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the since we called you on the phone and yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So are there any other changes that happened this year in the NHL that are working or not working? Or what's sort of the state? Because it seems like there are changes from time to time. Is anything else happening? I That was it. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, that was I, the I changes. Yeah. That was it. All right. I don't know what else to... What do you think the average fan or the... What are, what are the smart guys saying about three-on-three? Three? Is it a win? Is it a loss? Is it... I think they they mostly feel like we do, which is well, at least it's not a shootout. Okay, anything's right. better than that. Is there still yeah. a concern about like the number of points? Isn't there? Has there been these proposals of like winning in overtime shouldn't be as for twenty for twenty years? There's been discussion of how we should increase scoring and how should how should we deal with ties in games? And so far, they've fixed nothing with either one of them. Right. A lot of talk. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's a bummer, man. <laughs> I, don't, yep. I don't know what to say. We're so nuanced that there's no argument to be had. Here. So true. Mm. So let's get to my last question. How about them Sixers, huh? Oh. Wow. No, I'm kidding. Oh. We should wrap you it up. Were, I thought for sure I was going to let you gloss over it. I didn't think you were going to mention it. Uh no, I'll me- I, I I actually want to have a long, very long conversation about about it, like with a hardcore, diehard hoops fan, just because it's it's. Well, I'm the right most, here. It's the. <laughs> I got all night long. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you uh, five thousand dollars for every. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say for every six <laughs> you can name, and then I realized you could probably look it up on your phone in about four seconds. So, um, no, it, it's uh, fascinating though. It's it's it's. Uh, I could talk about it for days. I think it's a super interesting business scenario. Here's what I don't understand about the Sixers. Number one, Sam Hinkie is a crazy person who kept on trading players for draft picks and draft picks for draft picks, apparently so that eventually he would have every player in the league on his team and all the other teams would have to forfeit because there were no players left to go around. That's exactly what was his plan. Yeah, he was going to circumvent the 15 players per roster and somehow get uh, 300. 
because no other team could draft anybody for six straight years because Sam Hinkie owned all the draft picks. And the free agents. And the D-League guys. All of them. <laughs> the, the confusing part is, this has clearly been a strategy since the start. Why would the ownership pull the plug now? Well, they didn't even pull the plug. He didn't even get fired. It is yeah, just the crazy. But he then fire him. No, then fire him. Hold on. The best he's, part was the story that Clarence tweeted where they said, well, Jerry Colangelo, he's not moving to Philly. He just is in charge of things. And <laughs> his son, Brian, who, if he entered the Toronto metro area even today, be murdered. would be murdered. Be murdered immediately. Yep. <laughs> and be on the ground. found not guilty. Uh, you know, it's just one of those scenarios of like, so we obviously don't have any idea the inner workings of what's going on. Um, but any of the logical scenarios of how this is playing out, they none of them totally make sense. Um, Why is he still there? That doesn't make a lick of goddamn sense. Hinky? He's fired. I have Why no fucking... Fire him? It does it, that, Again, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if the scenario is... What? If if we're looking at the the hinky is clueless scenario, which I know that this is your favorite, Clarence. Well, no, it's because I appreciate reality. Sure, you appreciate reality. So he comes in uh, and gets hired for the job, and uh, and it's announced at the press conference and in every other scenario with him and and the owner Josh Harris that this is a five year rebuilding project. Yada yada yada. Um, and they've been doing that. He's been doing what he said he's going to do. Josh Harris, instead of Forcing him to change it because he's the boss instead of forcing him to change what he's doing uh, or firing him, which would be the two things you would do. Instead, just called in a consultant to do what I'm not exactly sure. So the scenario just doesn't. If he's clueless, he's fired. Right. That happens all the time. Happened to David Kahn. Happens to Mm -hmm. tons of people. So it can't totally just be that simple. Um, there's another scenario if you want to say that Hinky's a genius, which I know you don't want to, um, or not a genius, but like he's still doing a pretty good job. If you look back at the uh, Golden State Warriors like four years ago, they were kind of floundering and they weren't doing that well. They brought in Jerry West as like a. Were they one in twenty one? No, no, the flower, they were not great. This was when like Curry was injured for like a year and a half. He wasn't playing much. They were a lottery team. They had to tank for a while. They had actually. One of the most blatant tank jobs in the world was the Warriors about five years ago. Um, so they brought in Jerry West, and the same exact thing happened of like, hey, they had this young GM. Now they brought Jerry West in, and he's going to take over. That ended up being purely an advisor relationship, and they got better. Again, this is the extreme. Hinky's Hinky's great, and this is that scenario. That obviously doesn't totally make sense either, right? Because it's, it's kind of a stretch, and you're just pulling out the one scenario. The other uh, example that I think is is sort of interesting is Josh Harris is, was the new owner of the Sixers. Um, there was a report today that they are interested in in buying the NFL franchise in London, and they're looking to flip the Sixers in order to get the money to buy that franchise. This is a report from Forbes, so take it or leave it. But... Famous sports journalism organization, Forbes. Well, it's a business. <laughs> They're the ones who like Kevin McHale, right? Uh, they did. He was the best executive. Yeah. Um, Go Forbes. 
So in that scenario, he brought in Sam Hinkie to clean the books, which he's done phenomenal. I mean, there's like no salary at all. Um, they're actually not paying their players. They're not. They're like below the floor. They have to actually pay out like a sort of thing to the players for not, you know, whatever. Um, and then. So clean all the books off, flip them for a profit, a huge profit, obviously, and then buy the NFL. That's your third scenario, which is the most cynical of like this, you know, businessman who doesn't actually give a shit about the team, but also makes sense logically in that way, too. So I don't know. All three of them are kind of crazy and weird and they don't make any sense. Um, So that to me, again, like I try not to talk about it too much because I know you guys don't care, but it is just fascinating to me. Like we can usually, if we talk about something enough and think about it, and there's so many smart people out there, we can make some sense of almost everything. And this is one of them because we don't really know the inner workings. It's like, fuck, I, I, uh, no one really knows right now. And we're only two days into the new scenario or whatever, but, um, and the idea that, Hinky is going to get fired and then Colangelo's going to take over on his own. He's like 76 and he lives in Phoenix. That's obviously not any has a f- other job for USA basketball. I don't know, man. So couldn't that simply be it is that uh, Harris is fed up. He says, all right, I, Hinky, you're not getting this shit done. Yep. He, he didn't say this to Hinky, but in his mind, he said, all right, this isn't working out. Uh, I am getting pressure from other owners also, but in my own head, I know this isn't working. Got to pull the uh, plug on our on our five-year experiment. It's ridiculous. I'm done with it. Yeah? I am going to pull the plug. Uh, Adam Silver, Who do, can you help me out here? Who should I hire? And Silver says, all right, Colangelo is a buddy of mine from way back. Let me give him a call, see if he will help you out. He will not move to Philadelphia. He's not He's not going to move. He's not moving up there. You may need to keep Hinky around for the day-to-day ops because Colangelo is not going to move up there. You may need to keep Sam on board for just six more months until Colangelo can get his son on board, and you can fire Hinky in the offseason. Colangelo will move his kid in. Uh, Colangelo will run the operation from Phoenix, but uh, you need somebody there day to day. Just, just give us keep Hinky on board until then. Does that scenario make sense? Well, I guess I don't know exactly what the responsibilities of a GM are, but no, it doesn't because you wouldn't need if you if you think. If the owner says he's not doing a good job, you fire him. Like there's no, I don't really see any other scenario. You don't need another, there's an assistant GM. There's a tons of other people who can keep the lights on or who can continue making sure the scouts are doing what they need to do. They can report to Harris. I mean, it's just like any other job. Like if the, you know, your director of whatever isn't working out, you just get rid of them and whatever. PowerPoints. So, your director of PowerPoint. Director of PowerPoints, which you know that I am. Um, yeah, I you mean, have an assistant director of PowerPoints? Of course. I have a couple of assistant of directors of PowerPoints. You know, I've got the one that inserts clip art. I've got the one that knows where to click slideshow. I've got another one for animations. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's a pretty big business. Uh, pretty, pretty big swinging dick. So, like, I, it's one of the... 
every single one of these scenarios makes sense until you think about it for like a while and you go, oh no, that that's so weird. That doesn't really seem to make sense either. But none of them, none of them do. Once you, so I, I don't know, man. I mean, if you want to be cynical to Hinky, that's fine. But then he would be fired. If you want to be cynical to Harris, that's fine. But that's really just thinking of a guy who just doesn't give a shit about anything and is only trying to make a buck. I don't really want to think that. So. Uh, it's um, it's just super interesting to me. But anyway, let's have like a specific Sixers podcast next week. What do you think? Like we just only we only talk about that. Will you apologize? Uh, next week, what would have yeah. happened between this week and next week for me to apologize? Oh, okay. Inspired. If he uh gets rid of his treasure trove of assets, um. For nothing and loses a bunch of trades in a row. Yep, for sure will apologize. That would actually be really awesome if Hinky just blew the whole thing up. <laughs> <I know. laughs> just trading second rounders for ten thousand dollars cash and stuff like that. Yeah, just <laughs> traded six first rounders for like Paul Pierce. League office trying. Oh, you guys want to win right now? Yeah, we'll fucking win right now. Just get this overpaid <laughs> Carmelo. They just trade like seven first rounders for Carmelo. To win four more Good games this year. Contract extensions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Bring Kobe home to Philly for yep. that. <laughs> yeah. I think we should also take a moment to salute Kobe Bryant because the, the Sixers are a historically bad team. And the Lakers, purely based on Kobe's decrepitude, are almost as bad as the Sixers. Are. They, 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 I mean, they're point differential. They're just as bad as the Sixers. Most people are thinking they're going to be... Oh, God, it is just unbelievable. Well, the same thing happened last year, remember? We were making fun of the Sixers, and the Wolves ended up with a worst record. Yeah, I was pretty behind on my bet, but now things are looking up. Things are looking way better for you now. I'm so happy that I'm a Wolves fan. Otherwise, I'd just be so sour about this. So, who knows? Um, Let's wrap it up. This was a terrible idea. Terrible in concept. Terrible in execution. Uh, maybe bad we just post it and don't tell anybody takes, about it. Bad jokes, everything's bad. This is. We'll I just, want to take responsibility. This was my idea, and I yep. regret it. I want to go on record and saying I hated it from the get go. Let's talk about who's responsible. No, for no, don't, no, no, don't, just, just let it go. <laughs> let it go. That is a conversation for another day, and I want to have it at some point because I love it so much. Um, but. It is uh, very late into not only mm-hmm. the night, but also the recording of this podcast. So uh, from all of us, I just want to say sorry. We'll, uh, we'll do better. And in the words of our hero and our muse and our guide, we'll get it right. We'll get it right. Notre Dame. Got to get it Notre right. Dame. Notre Dame, UCLA. UCLA. Notre Dame, UCLA. Got to get it right. Patterson. Goodbye. Ponder. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music 
in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.